Hello there. What a bittersweet episode of Hello There we've got today. For now, it's the finale for Obi-Wan Kenobi. We are talking part six here, obviously jumping into heavy spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, bookmark this, go watch that, come back. Uh, hopefully you're joining us at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. I'm Josiah Leroy with me today, Mr. Baba Yaga, John Fick. John, you ready to wrap this up? Man, the, the fact that we haven't missed a week or a month or any or anything or any you know any any hiatuses on this show like we've often have in the Geekiverse as life life happens goes to show you how freaking good this show has been. We just we just can't stop talking about it. We we've texted about it for days. Every 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 episode we're texting for hours the next day, and we just can't wait to talk about the show. Um, in the finale, baby, the finale. Well. That's exactly it. Like I, it was funny. I was like, man, we should do this with other shows, but they're not the same. And then I think, like, you know, hey, what if we did this with Andor? <laughs> not gonna happen. Yeah, we're not gonna just, keep that up. Yeah, it's just not gonna get there. Mando, Whatever. we could maybe do though. But I think Mando, we might be able to make happen. I haven't seen Mando, so just I think, saying. I think Mando. So here's here's my opinion, real quick, before we move on. I do think we should do that with the next season of Mando. What we've done with Kenobi. But it would maybe be cool to do a rewatch with Tim on that. I was just gonna say we we don't even have Down. to do, we don't have to do episode by episode. Maybe we just do like two episodes, season one and two, or maybe we do a couple episodes. We should talk about that. That's definitely that, that should be the next thing we do with Star Wars. Hundred percent, that should exist, and then we pick up in you know the spring or whenever season three happens. Mister Tim Tales, Tim Talbot, you ready to wrap this thing up? I am on a Star Wars. I wouldn't call it a kick because it's more than a kick. It's like it's, it's a consumed me. Yeah. It's consumed me. It's like everything. And it's kind like of funny. Right. It's, you know, it's all of it. So Same. John kind of mentioned too, it's like even before we started recording here, I had to start shutting up because there's just so much I want to say. So it's, I'm just so excited. It's so easy with this series to talk about it. It's truly been a water cooler moment. Uh, where hey, it's it's the the talk of the week. People walk into my office all day. Hey, did you see the episode? Hey, oh my gosh, did you see that moment? It's like it's awesome. It, we talked about it on past episodes here on Hello There. It's been a thing where I get up early. Uh, did you, Tim? You did not get up early for this. I wish did, I did. And really, really quick too here no. before we start. Uh, this wasn't caught because it was talked about before we started recording. But John specifically said. That if you see him out and you want to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, he only wants Obi-Wan Kenobi to be referred to as Obi. Correct. So just yeah. so everyone knows, if you see him, that's you can't. He doesn't want to hear you talk about it unless it's Obi. Obi Kenobi. Tim, Tim, I can. I, I, I hold the power of your audio levels. Just so you know. Look at this guy over here. I just had to say that. Yeah, John, you did not get up early for this episode. I didn't. No, no. I watched this one lunch at work. I'm a maniac. I got up at three. You got up at three. Back. I got up at three and went back to bed when it was over. How did you go back to sleep? I know. I know. I like made a choice. I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm laying in bed at 10 o'clock the night before and I'm, I'm setting my alarm, you know, like, I'm like, what time do I have to probably get up? Six, six thirty, and then I'll be okay to get to work. Um, and I, it was like Lauren read my mind. She's like, you're, you're going to get up at three. I'm going to get up at three. It's the last episode. <laughs> it's the last one. I got to do it. I, I listen, leap deprived dad here. I was struggling to get to sleep when we were talking around 10, 10 30 that night. And, uh, buddy, my dog had to go to the bathroom at like 1230. 
I checked my phone on the app just in case. Oh, how sick would that have been? Right? And then I'm like, okay, all right, slow down, Joe. How do we get there? How do we get there? Got myself to sleep. Got into a deep sleep. My alarm went off at three. I had no problem getting up. None whatsoever. Didn't have coffee. Yep. I was just like, let's do this. (laughs) Obi-Wan. I I watched any other show. I would have been sitting on the couch at this time, which is I wouldn't have gotten up at that time. Without coffee, anything, I would have struggled. This kept me going big time. And oh my gosh, what a payoff. We've talked about it in the group chat. We're going to get to a lot of things about the payoff the consistency. This is one of the most highly consistent series I've ever yes. seen in my life where the bar is up here and it meets at every episode. I would argue this last episode or part actually exceeded some of those expectations. And then we made a checklist, not an actual checklist, but we kind of all together had, had these, yes, we had these items that we wanted to see in this last episode. And they basically did all of them, all the ones within reason. You everything, know, every, like, yeah, everything rational. Like, Everything we love, wanted to see, for the love, most part. Love to see Ahsoka flashback. Love to see Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order. That would have been fun. But you know what? Everything here was purposeful. We got that that fanfare, and it wasn't for the sake of fanfare. It was so it was focused on the story. Everything mattered. Yes. yes, this was a very focused series. Like uh, the, the antithesis of what of what Boba Fett was. Right, like that show was yeah. all over the place, and they're giving us stuff that really doesn't even need to be here. They just really need to, you know, give us a reason to keep watching this show. In my opinion. Um, Obi-Wan was just perfect for this, man. Everything that we wanted to be there was there, and it all was super important. Like, I think the the big three probably would have been, number one for me, getting Anakin's voice, getting maybe some face with the the Vader mask, seeing Anakin and Vader, you know, conflict, not even conflicted, but just seeing both physical forms, right, come through. Um, Qui-Gon is a a close second right there. I wanted to get that. And then Palpatine. Like, how how have we not seen the Emperor yet? Like, right? Those those were, like, the big three wants. And I'm like, are we going to get these all in the last episode? Is it going to feel rushed and crammed in? We got them, and it was all awesome. What a teaser with the Qui-Gon when he was in the carrier. I was like, oh, we're for sure going to get him. He's sitting there, like, talking to... Talking He's trying. To him like it's gonna well, happen. It's gonna I, happen. It didn't I, happen. I was like, I will. I will say. I called out. I completely called it last week. I. I. I or even about two weeks ago. I'm like. I'm no longer convinced that that uh, Qui Gon is going to be like the pump up conversation. I think the next time that. Obi-Wan steps foot on, on Tatooine. He will have already had his conflict with Vader. He's going back to get to live his life of seclusion and watch over Luke, and he's going to meet up with uh, Qui-Gon there. Like, beat for beat, what happened? One prediction I got right, I'll say, was Reva lived, right? Yeah. Yes. Once they were like, no, 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 she's gone. What, what an arc that is, like, to see where she went. She became... She was a way better character than I anticipated because maybe I was burned from... Some of the cameos we've seen over the last few years, not just in in across Star Wars, actually, I'll say. So some of the sequel movies, uh, Boba Fett for sure, Mando even to a degree. Even though I'm giddy every time I see one, I was like, okay, we get to Reva, and I'm, I'm like, she's not going to be a fully developed character. She's a throwaway. She's the third sister, right? She's an inquisitor that is just going to be gone by the end of this. And she was so reckless that you figured her path ended in death, right? Like how else could they do this character? She's so reckless. And then even after you figure out her true intentions, like she is, she's going all in and and she's going to get what she wants at all costs. And that's, that likely would end up in her death, but we get a, a, I think a, a, a very well done redemption arc. 
Yes, a, a hugely fulfilling character to me. And I, I love the prospect of where we go from here if we continue that on. But I guess um, we'll take it back a little bit. If you have to sum up this episode, just your reaction to it. You see it. You, you get to the credits. You feel fulfilled. Is there anything we missed? John, Like, what's your 101 on part six of Kenobi? Um, it, it, it's it's perfect, man. It, it's a perfect finale. Um, Kenobi is, is is as perfect of a show as I could have asked for here. Um, they didn't do anything I didn't expect. That's I guess the only thing that I could say that uh, doesn't make this like a a ten stamp it ten out of ten for sure. Like blew me out of the water. We were just talking off air about a game like God of War, like all this unexpected stuff that hits you and makes it so high, so high. Um, it didn't really have that, which is totally fine because like I was just signed up to have. Ewan and Hayden back in their characters and like to see more of this character. Um, and they just execute everything so perfectly. Everything we wanted, like we said, I think you can, I think you can apply that to the whole series. Anything that we wanted that was on our wish list that was reasonable, we got in this series and it was, it was well done. Um, and man, yeah, the, the, the again, the, no big surprises or anything like that, but the highs were just super, super cool. Uh, the Obi Wan's force powers coming back in that fight, man, like what seeing you McGregor like be that badass Jedi that we always wanted to see, like you know, the prequels had some some silly choreography and stuff like that. Seeing what like a Jedi could be in the new Disney canon, like in in the technology we have and what we've, what we've established Jedi can do, man, like everything was just so good. I'm all over the place, but it was awesome. Floating rocks, man. Floating rocks. Tim, you're you're one on one on part six. I was obsessed. So it's actually funny, Joe. You mentioned you woke up at three o'clock to watch it. So my son had to go pee at three fifteen, <sighs> and I I was like, oh, here we go. I was already awake. I was like, I opened the app because we talked about maybe it wasn't over an hour. I was like, if it's over an hour, I'm doing it. I'm not gonna. I don't want to waste the time. I'm gonna go watch it. I saw it was fifty one minutes. I'm like, going back to bed. Like I can do that <laughs> at work. So actually, was at work, and I tell my assistant, "I'm gonna be in a meeting for about an hour. Like, don't <laughs> knock the door." So I go to my office. I have the computer on. I'm watching. I'm like, the lights can't be on. I go shut off the lights. And the movie ends. And my partner walks by, like gives me this look through the window. I'm like, I'm watching something. <laughs> so that's how that's how I watched it. So peace, quiet. You know, lights were off. It was awesome. But I mean, from my perspective, it was probably one of my favorite. One of my favorite things that I've watched Star Wars in a long time. I mean, just I always talk about how much I love lightsabers, lightsaber dueling. And just to see it, see characters that you loved in that capacity and see all, them incorporate everything into it. I just I mean, yeah. that alone said set, set it for me. It's just like I couldn't I, I it's getting teary. I was watching that all like. Shit, so cry. so many times I got I I didn't full on cry at all during this, but like so many I times close. I was swelling up for sure. And but you talk about the lightsaber battles, the visuals behind these lightsaber yes. battles. I didn't think anything could touch the Force Awakens in like that snowy forest, but like, dude, these night shots of the red and blue lightsaber with Obi Wan and Darth Vader, man, like I ah, it talking. is, dude, it the visual is so so good. Oh. The, oh man. Dude, this is Even shot just, unlike any other lightsaber duel we've ever seen, too, because in most cases, it's up close, but the camera is there. It was like someone was running around them with a camera, and it was just a little bit shaky enough, and that kind of encapsulated their battle, right? Because even though they're both super powerful, you can argue whether or not they're in their prime. Uh, 
this was different. This was up close. The glow of those lightsabers, John, like you referenced with Force Awakens, I, I'm with you. I never thought we'd get anything yeah. like that. And this was a different environment altogether, but it was perfect. And then those quick shots right up close of Ewan or even Vader, like, damn. Dude. They nailed the- it. You see the colors, like when Vader's talking, and we talked about a little bit about this before, where he hit the voice switches between Vader. They did such a good job of incorporating the voices. And like, and then Anakin starts talking, and he says, like, you didn't kill me, Vader killed me, and he's like lit up blue. And then it slowly like goes dark red, and like he's, I'm gonna kill, it's just, I, I just, I couldn't, I lost it. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Dude, Dude how my many language. In Star Wars so. re- reviewed our series we went through every movie how many times did i talk about in my notes that the lighting was so purposeful like kylo ren's a good example when it was half and half sometimes it was all blue sometimes it was all red Mm -hmm. they always do this in star wars and that that's what they're telling you without telling you what they're doing and i don't think it's a necessarily in your face thing because you could easily miss it it could go right over your head whether you're a casual fan or a highly detailed fan who's been around for decades watching star wars Th- that was there again in heavy detail. Yes. And, and that voice, I, oh my God. Oh, the voice. So I, I love, I love that. I love the, the reflection of the blue and the red and stuff like that. I think in something like the force awakens, they use that to show, they use that to show on the bridge team where, where um, Kylo kills uh, his father, Han Solo spoilers for the force awakens. Um, Wait, what? The, the biggest spoiler possible. I just blurred <gasps> out, but 2015, you had plenty of time. Um, so th- I think that's, show, that's there to show us the, the actual struggle that Kylo is going through between like, and dark right like there's an actual struggle within that person but today in this episode i think they're totally using that to bait us to show you like to give us hope that there's light there here's this flash of blue on anakin's face here's your hope absolutely not it was never there there i don't think so there is there's not but there is i disagree that's why why luke wins so we we right now though right now no i mean right now I, i think he's pretty you know we talked about this i did not jump in 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 our group chat and I, I'm of the mind that, like, so I think JT maybe brought it up and said that when it, when it was blue, that was Anakin trying to give Obi-Wan uh, oh, sure, right? hope. So it, it was. It was also the line that um, it's like you. You didn't. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. So I think. And, what, and you were, I'm not your failure. I'm not your right. failure. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. So what people and what JT said that like maybe maybe that was Anakin coming through to try to give uh, Obi Wan some closure that he didn't really fail. I don't, I don't really think so. I, I don't think, think so either. I'm more of the mind that it's Vader being um, an arrogant ass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's him. It, I think you're also spot on because there is that little bit of a flicker. In and that's what Luke speaks to down the road in Return of the Jedi. Right. So I don't, I don't, as funny as this is to say black and white, it's I don't not. think it's black and white, despite it being yeah. blue and red, but I think that is summarizing the conflict of this character. And, and by the way, when, when Obi-Wan gets kind of the upper hand and he slashes him kind of across the, the top of the cape there, yeah. down, I was, my mind was blown that I was yet again, as I almost always have, felt sympathy for this character. The, the baddest man in the universe, yeah. just one of the craziest villains in cinema history, is still a guy that you feel sympathy for. Dude, there's so much to talk about. Like, I don't even know where I want to go next, but like the, the fight itself, the, the dialogue between them, the 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 parrot the 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 poetry as as you always say, the rhyming Josiah with their last encounter, the way it starts, and even with this is Tim, this is a, a this is a Star Wars Rebels spoiler, Tim. I know you haven't watched that yet. Okay. Um, but the, the, the way it mirrors Ahsoka's encounter with, I mean, it's literally, 
the, the some of the dialogue lines are exactly the same for yeah. from the uh, it's just so so cool the ahsoka thing was amazing because of course i see we all wanted this right and then when obi-wan gets that slash across the helmet i was like oh my gosh this is happening like there are there were probably five or six occasions mm. like i just swore out loud because i i didn't know what i was like i can't believe this is happening when that happens, of course, that mirrors what happens with Ahsoka in Star Wars Rebels. But I love it because in, in Rebels, it's the one side of the face, and here, it's the other. And, and what a what an interesting thing. And so and the first thing I thought of when I saw that slash, too, that this has to be the reason for, for that, that very obvious scar that we see in, in, yeah. in Jedi. Like, it's for sure, that's, you know, that's crazy to think. that you know, That's the kind of stuff where they go back and retcon them, like, I love that. There's some other stuff like the like Han Solo's dice and stuff like that that I don't like, but that's the stuff I do like. Even the smaller thing, like again, I think it posted is like it was like a meme, like a joke. But the good point of when you know Luke says you took like who killed my father? Oh, Darth Vader killed yes, my father. They are very meticulous like, about right the words. Hundred percent says it right there. Yep, like, they are very meticulous again, about why, the words they use to yeah. to explain this stuff. I love that. Like again, you don't need to do that. They didn't need to do that, but they did, and that's why I love it. So, so we talk about uh, some of the rhyming and the poetry that George Lucas always talked about. Um, right off the get-go, when Vader lands on that planet, I love the symmetry between him and Kylo Ren's scuffle with Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. Kylo Ren gets there and he goes, did you come to basically save my soul? And Vader comes and says, did you come to destroy me? Basically to say you're sorry and and... Obi-Wan's not having it. And I will course, do what I must is what he says, just like he said in episode three. Perfect. Uh, you get the, the classic Obi-Wan stance with the lightsaber. You get Obi-Wan saying, then my friend is truly dead. Just like Luke Skywalker says in Return of the Jedi, then my father is truly dead. And then, of course, when Kenobi walks away at the end of this, he says, see ya, Darth. Darth, Which is yes. a reference right just to A New Hope where, where he calls him Darth, like it's a name as opposed to a title, which works both ways. But I, I also man. want to talk about the res- uh, Vader's response to, to when um, Obi-Wan says, the, I will do what I must. And just like in episode three, he said that. Uh, episode three, uh, Anakin says, you will try. And this, <laughs> this time around, Vader says, then you will die. Dude, <laughs> yeah, like, dude. talk about the difference, man. And that's exactly it's what he so says good. to ah- Ahsoka, too. So when, when we think about stuff like that i think in a lot of cases whether it could be a marvel movie it could be some of the different movies in star wars or series a lot of times you get references like that and they're kind of winking at you like hey remember this even though these are classic lines or or bits of dialogue it doesn't slap you in the face it's it interwoven so perfectly it's not there just to be like hey we tied this into that movie that came out 40 years ago no it's very purposeful yes and it's like it's yeah, it's so it's it's so tastefully done. I guess is the way I'll say it. Like it works so well in the narrative. They do give us the the you know they do give us the 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 cheeky little callback that's very obvious and it's fun. It's the title of this show when Obi Wan meets Luke for the first time. Pops up, hello there, awesome. Like we yeah. need we needed that right. That was that was amazing. And but that's you know that's different. Exactly. We've gotten through the meat of everything here. I when. When he says that, by the way, I can't wait to watch the behind the scenes on this when Disney uh, inevitably releases that because there's so much I want to dive into. Yes. But that sounded like they mixed his voice with Alec Guinness's there. I, I bet you, you know? they didn't. I bet you that was I bet you that is Ewan's craft because I know he's he's been really working on that and trying to get himself close to what a, you know, a younger Alec Guinness would be. I, I, I bet you they didn't, but I could be wrong. 
See, my my bet would be that they did only because they've meshed those those two specifically their voices on numerous occasions now. Yeah. Uh, whether you're talking about Force Awakens or Rise of Skywalker, but I'm curious. To but see I think I think this is I think this is them trying to let him shine though. I think I don't know. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I just yeah. to me, I think it would be that, that's probably all him. But we'll see. Um, we get. Of course, you know, as teased from the very beginning, we see Liam Neeson there returning as Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, I read today that uh, in an interview, Liam said he always looked back fondly at his time in Phantom Menace, despite what you know people said about the movie. And he said, also, Ewan has always been a friend. Yeah. So I was like, ah. Oh, That's awesome. That. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, that was that was a good payoff, right? Like, we finally got that. What a nice way to to end that series, them walking off together. Yeah, great, great little Jedi wisdom there. It's like, oh, you're finally here. I've been here the whole time. Only now you can finally see me. It's, it's perfect. It's, it's a good explanation, yeah. right? Because, like, it's teased at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And it's like, why? Why has this not happened all these years later? Because, well, it makes sense now, right? Kenobi has, has distanced himself from the Force. He's back in tune with it, and there's his old master. All the answers we get to fill in these gaps are like so, so good, like so purposeful. And like, yeah. I mean, we talk about how Rogue One makes you want to watch A New Hope right away. I want to watch A New Hope right after watching this. Seeing, seeing all the seeds yeah. that plant to, to A New Hope, like that's the yeah. That's, it, when it can complement what came before it so well is when you know they did it just an incredible job, just like Rogue guys, One. Do you guys want to do a rewatch? Oh, oh make, make a series about it. Rank all the Star Wars movies. That'd be pretty killer. Yeah, it'd be awesome. A re rewatch. Re re rewatch. You know what? So I'm we in. finished Star Wars for the seventh time. We're going to do a re 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 re. The ranking loved changed. it so much. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, so speaking of a new hope, when we we see Obi Wan's send off with Leia, that was that was beautiful. Of course, dude. The way he talks about Anakin and Padme. That's the one. That's the one that got me. Like I was in my I, the I was swelling. Yeah, that's where I was too. That was dude. <sighs> And the way he talks so fondly about Anakin still, man, like that's so awesome. And what better, I, Ewan captures this whole closure and peace thing so wonderfully because his character changes. He really does, and you see it. And what better way than when Leia makes a joke and he kind of just giggles. He has that ha 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 ha. And I was like, yeah. yeah. What? Awesome. Like, you know, we got a miserable Obi-Wan through a lot of this series. Oh, yeah. We've got a guy who's kind of like, good one, Leia. Even, I love it. Uh, then, yeah, the, the blaster joke, too. She's like, uh, you know, he gives him the, gives, gives her the holster, and she's like, well, it's empty. Well, you're, you're 10 years old. I'm not going to give you a blaster. And then right <laughs> after that, but you won't always be. Oh, my God, right in the feels. Yeah. But you won't yeah. always be 10 years old. Oh. I just, I just really, what I want to do now is go to work, shut my door, and watch all the episodes in a row. Yes. Without any breaks, now that they're all out, and just be like, just take it all in at once like it's a movie. Yeah. Well, oh, Tim, for Tim's sure. assistant, if you're watching, book off about five hours. <laughs> five hours, five yeah. hours out of a schedule. What, <laughs> another thing I love about this show is like it has opened so many doors for other Star Wars properties that yes. we can explore, right? Like, so I mean, we know Reva is alive and she's had this change of heart. Obviously, she 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 was the one we talked about who's going to be the one to confront Reva and Tatooine, who's going to stop her from killing Luke. Awesome that it was her. She was the one who came to her senses and didn't want to be, you know, become the thing that she's hated. Um, but who is the who's the other guy, the leader of the path who is helping them? Do you have his name, Joe? Oh, um, Rojack? Something like that, Roken. Roken, it's Roken. I think it's Roken. I think, it's Roken. I think it's Roken sounds good. Um, yeah. But like that seems like you know, Obi Wan gives him a compliment, like, "Oh, you're great at this. You're doing great work." And he goes, "Oh, I'm only getting started." Like that seems like such a planted seed for like maybe a show about the the, the Jedi path. Um, like there, there's so many and get and 
little Leia. Give me more Leia. I don't care. I'm in. Give me a little Leia. Give her a show. Like let, let, use that actress again in something in the I like future. To see right? what happened like a good amount before we're Rogue getting one. We're getting so many awesome plants to see how the the yeah. rebellion comes to fruition. Like because the rebellion is 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 so many different rebellions, right? We've learned that throughout Rebels and stuff like that. Like the rebellion is tons of rebellions that they these people find each other, these cells find each other, and it becomes this bigger thing. Um, so I'd love to see that explored, like, especially finally with some of the main characters. We've seen it in Rebels. We've seen it in Rogue One. Like, I'd love to see it with, like, the core cast, like, you know, with Leia, Bail Organa, Mon Mothma. You know, that would be, that would be insane. I would, I would love... love to see something with Leia, dude. I mean, think about it. Right now, what are we getting in Marvel? We're getting a, a, a series focused on, on a kid in, in Miss Marvel. Give us that with Leia and what her day to day looks like. Um, after this, I've I've been it's been a long time now. I was in the middle of the book Leia, and there's a lot of what we saw in Alderaan and how she interacts with Bail and Brea, her 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 parents. In just or we got that glimpse of of them having that party. That's a lot of what the uh, the book Leia is about. I think you really could develop that and get more out of it yeah like even, that would be a beautiful thing even if you recast again and do a teenage you know a teenager someone who's like you know more for, more formative years who's actually making bigger decisions stuff like that or just wait and use this girl because she's awesome <laughs> i would love a cat i love it love it because i really did like reva a lot i would like it if she because they so one little tidbit we didn't talk about last time is since then we had i guess it's confirmed that cal Custis has signed on to do his own Possibly his own Denny's Disney Plus series. We don't know. I don't know if that's confirmed. Confirmed. I think that's just a rumor. Yeah, it's a rumor. rumor. Well, if it is a rumor, I would love it if they incorporated Reva into that. Could be kind yes. Like, super uh, interesting. New RK. I'm gonna help. You know, help the Jedi kind of teams up with Cal. Like yeah. I think that'd be pretty awesome because you kind of see in the in Fallen Order, he teams up with someone who you know has used the dark side or. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. think that would be and an awesome dynamic. Cal's got plenty so. of experience with Inquisitors, so I mean, it you know yep. it makes sense. Uh, man, to get a series on on that would be awesome. The rumor is, if you haven't seen it, uh, a Cal Kestis based series. Kale is the star of Jedi Fallen Order, and then the the soon to be Jedi Survivor, the sequel. And Cameron Monaghan, who plays him, has been a lifetime Star Wars fan. It's basically like us in a way. Like if he were, but he's in acting, right? Like he does that. So I I can see him signing up for that tomorrow. Then there's rumors too that hey maybe. Uh, Reva finds her way into Jedi Survivor right right around the same time frame. So lots of good stuff there. We talked about all the the possible branches and all the things that this planted for the future of Star Wars. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I've had a lot of friends and acquaintances and colleagues get into Star Wars because of this. And yeah. that's a really fun thing for me because that is like... I don't know. You get it. Like you, you got the bug. Now I talk about things all the time being contagious and what we do and the fun and, and the passion we have for video games and for pop culture, star Wars, Marvel, that's so contagious. And I'm so happy to see so many friends that are diving into this for the first time. They're going back and watching the movies. They're saying, Hey, should I start with rebels? Should I go with clone wars? Like all of it's awesome. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't have anybody that's like just getting into it right now, but I've got a, a few friends that really dislike the prequels and are really put off by most of Disney star Wars stuff that, have come back for Obi Wan. Like, wow, this is this is the best thing that Disney has done with Star Wars since they've touched it. That's that's refreshing to see. Uh, I just don't see a lot of the complaints on Obi Wan. It's just like maybe I'll feel differently when I watch it a second time. But I just like it Dude, was like a constant high. Like everything what, I've what seen is the most want? most nitpicky. 
like yeah. insane stuff. Like like oh, oh well, why wouldn't they have done this? Well, you know why wouldn't uh, why wouldn't the Star Destroyer shoot at Obi Wan when he left the planet? Like that kind of stupid stuff. Like really, you're focused on the logistics of that right. kind of stuff. Like oh my god, it's Star Wars guys. Like relax. Right. Okay. Wait, so why did Star the Wars isn't realistic? Destroy the the pod in the first ten minutes of A New Hope. Right. 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 Series series over. Stupid quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Somebody I, what ifs dumb stuff. There's yeah. so many, um, even on my own social media, people that are are posting about this that are not. It's it's more it's few and far between. But the people that don't like it are laying out a lot of things. And to me, with all due respect, those people made up their mind on Star Wars long ago, and this there's, is just fueling whatever angle they want. It's almost like there's a very clear answer to it and it's you don't like star wars and you don't want to like it so why are you like what are you why are you doing this to yourself like why are you just hopping on this and just tearing apart the logistics in the you know the 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 nuances of a fantasy show right like a space opera you're 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 asking about oh how'd they get there so quickly how'd they do this and that you don't want to like this it just just leave you don't want to like this it's fine it's fine but like like, why why are you yeah cut it out why are you spending the energy to tear this down just because you want like ugh? yeah dude like i it's no secret i don't like game of thrones but guess what i'm not going around and trying to actively throw my opinion on people and say yeah you should not like it also because i think it's stupid it's it's stupid if you like it i'm so happy that you like game of thrones I hope you you are like passionately into it. You read the books, you watch the TV, whatever. With start, start just leave us alone. Just see ya. Bye. Yeah, so you have so, you have too much time on your hands. It's That's too. Uh, it, it's very obvious with Star Wars because such a big property. So it's like there's so many of those people that just want to like tear down yeah. everybody else and nitpick to death. It's at the at or near the top, depending on who you ask, right? That's the one you you gun for. So right. hey, whatever. I think. Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, one little thing we didn't talk about, I know we're kind of focused on a little bit on, we've talked Reba, Reba a little bit, we talked about Obi-Wan and D- Vader, what about the whole Owen Owen and Brew. Where yeah. So awesome. I really, really liked that. I didn't anticipate that they would be super involved in this series, but I, I love that they set up a plan, Dude. they got a tip. And Peru uh, is just ready to throw down. Like, just yeah. absolute ready. What, what a line when Reva says you're protecting him like he's one of your own. He, he is he my goes, own. He is, yes. He is my, yeah. It's just, it executes so well. And of course it's nice with Luke saying, I'm not afraid. Right. Yeah. Just like he does. In Empire Strikes I, Back. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with how they handled Luke. I, I was worried. I was worried that like, they're, they're very deliberate. Like, you know, he's up the ladder before Reva walks in. She has her light, her lightsaber ignited, but he doesn't see the lightsaber. Right. When, when Reva's chasing him, she's just this cloaked figure he doesn't really know what's going on. He's not going to be able to deduce that he was pulled off the cliff by the force, right? Like they were, they were very good with it. More Luke than I expected for sure. I didn't expect to get that yeah. much of it. Like I said in our last episode, I expected the conflict to to happen away from away from the you know the Owen and Beru Lars farm, and you know it to get resolved before Luke got involved. But I mean, it made it makes perfect sense to you know have her draw back to uh, to Reva and when she was a youngling and she's literally about to become the thing that she swore to defeat, right? Like that's the classic trope. That's what Vader is. Um, yeah, just good. What a good casting. Yeah. Oh, she was awesome. Moses Ingram as Reva, gotta say, incredible. One of my favorite parts of the series that had so many high points and so many things to like. And I really love the arc that it took. I love the emotion we see as she's kneeling down after she gives Luke back to the Lars family. Mm. And I love that Obi-Wan can kind of, 
you know, sit down and put his hand on her shoulder essentially and be like, Hey, it's okay. And they both, they both have this odd closure now. And again, she ended up being such a good character. I was worried that she was going to be just a castaway. Like, Hey, she's got some cool moves, but you know, we're never going to see her again. And maybe we don't see her again. But where I'm going with this is the emotional depth. I never anticipated us getting there with an inquisitor, right. or at least someone on the inside. Yeah, we we all we all kind of suspected this backstory for her, and we didn't. Really, I, I didn't know. I didn't expect it to have this kind of a payoff, though. I expected it to yeah. kind of be like a, uh, for lack of a better term, a kamikaze mission, mission where she has this burning passion for whatever reason, and that's her one note, and she goes out on it. I didn't expect to, you know, have a redemption arc and to have this be a character that I'm excited to possibly see again in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Incredibly done. Well done, Moses. Well done just all around on how this is executed. Um, Palpatine was, I think, if we were talking maybe back in the beginning of this, we said, hey, you know, who do you want to see? That was who I said. I said, I want to see Palpatine in some way, shape or form. And I didn't know if we'd actually get him. We always know he's somehow tied to Vader in, in a lot of ways in the background. But to actually see him, see Ian McDermott come back and play him yet again really really awesome and that i love that moment where he's kind of saying yeah are you going soft on me vader and vader recommits to the emperor at that point thought it was well done yeah i loved it i think that's a, a good finishing point too because you kind of question like if vader was hunting him down so much how is he able just to kind of hang out on tatooine and not get found that's a good point like he's basically saying like okay i'm done with it like, let it go i'm moving on yep you know let it go and i think that's a good way to kind of say hey freeze up the story a little they, bit. They are, I just love everything. They tied everything. They're doing their best to tie yeah. all of these knots to prevent all of the nerds that we just talked about who are trying to tear everything down. They're like, they're doing their best. They're butting, they're buttoning this up as well as they possibly can. It's tight, man. And yeah. Think about it. Like his, when you're, you're going back and you, let's say you're George Lucas doing the prequels after you had already done the original trilogy, you know where you're ending, but you have a ton of space this way to do whatever you want. They had an unenviable task of being in the middle of work, such two, two prominent movies to work between just that to, oh, and, and yeah. not get anything wrong and not break canon. I mean, that, that's those were some of the complaints early, early on. Oh, they broke canon with Leia knowing about Obi Wan. They broke canon with the you know the Grand Inquisitor being dead. Like, relax. No, they didn't. Give them some time. Like, let the let the story play out. Um, and then, yeah, how about that at the end? The the you know, the Leia and Obi Wan goodbye and that conversation was like. All right, like this was amazing, but like shh, it didn't really happen. You don't know me. It's not it's yeah. it's not safe for us to communicate. Maybe one day in the future you may need me, but um, yeah, that's plenty enough for me to to suspend the disbelief. And now when I watch A New Hope and I see that conversation, like I'm gonna I'm gonna think of this. Like this is this this sometimes things happen and they rewrite stuff and they and they uh, they retcon stuff and it doesn't feel like canon to me. It just feels like okay, that didn't actually happen. Like I know you said it happened, but I don't feel it. I'm totally gonna feel that now when I watch New Hope. When I when I see that message, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember little Leia and in the fact that Obi Wan already saved her life. Like it's so additive. How about, how about one? So one thing I saw tonight online was great. Uh, with Obi Wan Kenobi specifically, this is again so Rogue One took my love of A New Hope to a new level. And I think this is doing the same. When Obi-Wan looks over when he's, he's fighting in A New Hope with Vader and he looks at Luke and he makes up that decision at that point. I've got the upper hand. I'm going to let Vader win so I get what I want. Oh, and also Luke and Leia escape. There's a beautiful thing online that says Obi-Wan's looking over and he's smiling because he sees Luke and Leia together. And they're just like, oh my gosh, you always just fixate on Luke and think that's what it's about. It's not. 
Yep. She's she's right there with him in terms of how important they are to the future of the galaxy and if it's going to survive or not. And I just I love that. Like that changes so much. It, like my job is done. I've reunited them and you know yes, now I've I can watch them over them. On the path. I've yep. got them on the path and this is a sacrifice worth making. Just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um Someone put it online in a review last night. This is the best way to put it in terms of how you have to color between the lines with episode three and four on, on the bookends. And they said Disney was basically dancing between raindrops. And I was like, that's that's perfect. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And they crushed, so it. Going on. they crushed it. They crushed it. They pirouetted. Deborah, yeah. Deborah uh, Chow deserves a lot of credit for this because I was I was not a fan of some of the episodes she did for The Mandalorian. And I think they were some of the weaker ones that existed so when i heard she was going to be in charge of the kenobi series i was like i was a little bit leery i was dead wrong she oh, nailed yeah. it she, yeah. she was Incredible. the point contact person for this she led the charge obviously you've got feloni and favreau in the background doing their thing right but this was deborah's show and now i'm of the mind give her whatever she wants i want more from her Right. thought it was absolutely awesome. She did I an mean, amazing job. Oh, dude, I, I've talked about it, but the cinematography in these lightsaber battles, like there's nothing in any Star Wars show that looks anything close to this. Like the way this is shot and, and directed from cinematography, from color, from like just visually is just jaw dropping. It really is. It really yeah. is. Uh, I, I'm thinking about random thoughts here as we're probably, you know, getting winded down this episode. Uh, when Obi-Wan is buried under the the debris the rocks what what a power move by vader right like we really are seeing these guys at the height of their power he he basically splits the earth and buries obi-wan speaking of anyone think we were going to get a high ground reference i was gonna say speaking of height um yeah that they couldn't have done that right like they couldn't have they couldn't have gotten that in there that would have been a little too much asking someone where you get your last name from like yeah oh what's your last name Solo. Solo. I yes. I can see if if they executed it right and they did everything else in the series. Yeah. Vader being real sarcastic about it. I, yeah, like, uh, that's how he is. Like, right? look, He's look, kind of sarcastic. Look who has the high ground now. I uh, exactly. like walking away. I just I don't know how you do that and not make yeah. Vader seem petty about that. Like I don't even if it is like sarcastic, like the fact that he brings that up is petty, you know. So I th- I think the visual was enough because like they knew yeah. they they knew they, they gave that to us for sure. Again, we made you a big point of that it. though. Like Joe said it, I don't know how many times they need they needed to do uh, sometimes in the movies they did too much telling and not enough yeah. showing, and this is yeah. the perfect example of how do show it, how me, do baby. Right. Yeah, I think they did that really throughout this series too. Like there was not a, a point where I, I felt like they were like, hey guys, did you see that? It was it was not like that. It was never like an exposition dump. Yes, yes, yep. exactly. So when Obi Wan is buried and he finds the the will to to force that out, I love that the reason is because he's thinking about Luke and Leia. Like I I have yeah. to survive so that this happens, so that they get on on that path that we yes. later see in A New Hope. And the, yeah, so, that proves your point even more of A New Hope of like him getting there and then being like, my job's done. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. And I love the way that we see Vader walking away. We don't see Kenobi. And then Vader senses him, right? And mm-hmm. sure enough, there he is. There's Kenobi. And he is all out. I just, that, that sequence I could watch over and over and over again. It's, it's so good. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, uh, it's this so was the perfect midway point between what I would hope to see from a lightsaber duel. 10 years, right? After Revenge of the Sith, before New Hope, right in the middle of it. They're not quite the samurai that we see in episode three. They're not quite the old guys that we see in episode four. 
they find a good balance. And I think it was always going to be really tricky to have Vader have a really energetic lightsaber duel. Yeah. And I think they pulled it off. Yeah, he just had like he, he, they they forced him to use two hands, you know, a couple of times in this, which he doesn't often do with the well, he doesn't a new hope, I guess, but like the style's different. He's definitely he definitely has to get a bit more flexible in this fight than than we've ever seen Vader have to be. And there's certain things too that um call back to some of the other lightsaber fights. Like there's a point where Kenobi's going ham on him and he's going left and then right. And that's Vader actually almost shot for shot, how he defends himself from Luke in, in their fight in return of the Jedi. Take a look again. It's like, Oh oh my gosh, it's it's incredible. I'll be watching. And then, Oh yeah. Many (laughs) more times. If you flash back to part five, where we see the flashback with Hayden and, and Ewan in the Jedi temple. I don't know if you guys have seen any of this, but people have caught up the way they're fighting oh, yeah. with their fight from revenge of the Sith. And it's not identical, but it flows almost it's the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the choreography, just incredible attention to detail that people like us really, really appreciate. And I I've always enjoyed the prequels, maybe to a fault and to see this series and how well it's been received. I'm sure you and Hayden can agree with this. It just feels like justice for those, those guys and anyone involved with them because it, it gives new life to how those are, are looked at. Yeah. I think I, we it, move forward. I would say like the, the way I put it is it, it gave them the material they finally deserved. Cause like the, the, that's maybe the biggest flaw with the, the prequels is some of the writing and some of the technology at the time, you know, some of them the direction. Yeah, writing, yeah. Di- direction, technology. What they had to work with was, you know, for lack of a better term, a little rough. There's a reason George Lucas is a great idea man and writer, but maybe not the best director around, huh? But they they are finally given what they've always deserved. Like it's, it's 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 what we wanted. It's exactly what we wanted going into this. You need a team, right? And Lucas had that on the original trilogy, not so much on the prequels, and we we saw it here definitely on on full display. Uh, Ryan in the chat, uh, so he said, so you think about Vader's quote, I was the student and now I am the master in episode four. Are we going to see Vader grow in future series? Uh, maybe. I mean, God, I hope so. That's my biggest want. He's ready to go. <laughs> that's my biggest want, man. That That is it, man. Like that's that people I've, I've seen people say it's too much. I've seen people kind of throw that into the same conversation of like, we don't need a Kenobi season two. And we don't need a Vader show. I'm like, okay, hold on. Those are very different. Like we don't need a Kenobi season two. That's called a new hope. Like this, this, this story is good to go, but mm-hmm. there's so much Vader to tell. Like there is so, so much. There's years of your material. You can go before this. You can go after you can make two seasons of a Vader show. Like, I'm so in for that. Dude, there's there's so many stories to be had. I would love to see it from the protagonist's viewpoint with Vader, and I think it can be done because it has not been done in Star Wars. Let's make that happen. And, and Some people that detract from that, that viewpoint, and they argue with me. They're like, you want more Vader? That's all Star Wars is. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Nah. Absolutely not. It, it's not true. I want more Vader. I want a Vader focus series where he is the guy give yes. me it give me it yeah show me I his love struggle and like him trying to figure out the the life of a sith and everything like that sorry tim that's okay i was gonna kind of piggyback off that a little bit so obviously one little big thing that happened this week is um <clears throat> dr strange multiverse of madness is out on disney plus oh yeah kind of made me start thinking i would love a star wars series that takes a darker approach like that did like the horror you know effect to it Maybe having that include Darth Vader where it's like, hey, you know, they're hunting down these yeah. old Jedi or whatever. And like having that kind of tone to it where it's like, because that's what it is. It's I mean, yeah, there's flashes of that. Deer. Like it's, yeah, certainly. Like I mean, to see them like kind of take it and run with it and say, hey, you know, 
Yeah, what was that episode two or three when Let's he's snapping necks and dragging people through the yeah. sand? Like, we've got splashes of that there. Like Let's here, see it. Disney, be awesome. Disney's like, not afraid to show us that side of Vader. Like we always probably assumed that they would be. Like we always assumed that yeah. a they'd probably stay away from this character, keep it sacred, don't touch that kind of stuff, and b definitely not go the violent route. It's Disney. If they've proven us wrong on both of those fronts, so yes, give me a Vader. Give me it show. all. They've gotten Vader right in everything I think that they've done. In, yes, in owning this character, so to speak. You think about even how Jedi Fallen Order goes. Perfect. Think about this series, Rogue One. Oh my gosh. One of the most iconic sequences for me in all of Star Wars and all of Star Wars. Uh, Rebels, how that is handled. The Clone Wars in the, the season, the small season that we had with Disney Plus so far. They've, they understand that character. Yep. Like you said, they're not afraid to do that, which I thought they would be. So lean into it hard. Give us a Vader series. Tim, I think that's a great point. You can get into some of that crazy stuff uh, that we see in Multiverse of Madness where we didn't see it in Marvel before, or at least in the MCU. And it could be dark. It could be Vader's demons, flashbacks, things he's thinking about, some of the Sith he he has to almost encounter through Palpatine in terms of spirits. It could get really messy. And I think it'd be worth exploring. You guys haven't finished it yet, but in the third book of The Light of the Jedi, it's you know, horror style type book, in my opinion. And, you know, that's made me think of that. Like they could do it very easily and incorporate it. And they didn't have to use, they didn't even have to use Vader. They could do it pretty much. It could be very easy to do it. You know what I mean? So there's so many realms out there and I want Vader Vader too, (laughs) but Uh, yeah, just, uh, and like I said, Hayden and you would have both publicly said, Hey, we want to do more of this. Hey, they're feeling good, right? They, they, they're getting that reception. Top of the world right now for them, you know? I love it. I love it so much for Hayden, especially. Um, anything in Kenobi parts one through six, anything we were missing, anything that we were lacking, wanted that we really didn't get, what could be better? No, I mean, I don't yeah. Have any all, the only, yeah, the only thing you can say is like, oh, yeah, more fun cameos. Give me a Cal Kestis or something like that. But like, you know, that's that, being spoiled, though. Yeah, that's that's pie in the sky. Like, would that even fit? Yeah. Where, where's the room for that? Like, where, do, where does that even have time to breathe? I don't know. Like, it that, wasn't a back to tank. It, it, exactly. <laughs> in in this story that they actually gave us, there's no there's no room for that. Right. So I like, get the story. The story would have had to go somewhere else for us to get that. And I, yeah. I don't think the ship has sailed on a Cal Kestis in live action. So I think we're I think we're all right. And again, I would uh, for me, in my opinion, I would love a, the if they did a Cal Kestis Disney Plus show bringing in a vader or mm-hmm. an like i feel like that would be more fitting in that scenario yeah. opposed to vice versa right bringing in them for their series like in ahsoka if you bring in vader for ahsoka at some point like oh, dude vader's insane. gotta be in ahsoka vader it has be insane. got to be in ahsoka or even obi-wan coming back in for like an episode like that's you could do it it's ridiculous It'd be it's awesome true. it's true it's so true but it fits so much better that way i feel like than bringing in someone who has no place in their entire story aside from Ahsoka could be the exception like where does Cal Kestis really fit and be more of a fan service that you probably don't the, need to the, do the only thing that made sense is maybe the path you know it's this like yeah. the, the, it's, it's this exposure to other Jedi that are you know going through this path and on the you know these people helping out the Jedi it, it could have made sense there but again I, I don't think we've closed that path <laughs> like that I think we're going to yeah. get something about that they wouldn't have set this very specific you know uh this very specific beat up with these characters that you know are going to that i don't know it just seems too promising for them to uh have just given us that and not do more with i think we'll see a path show do of course we always want more star wars and more things do we want a second season 
of Kenobi. No, no chance, dude. Like, come on. The, the, what, what are we doing at that point? What, what's the what's the pitch? What do you got for me? Don't. <laughs> Unless you follow Kenobi without Darth Vader, is the only way I feel like you could do it. Oh, like for sure. They have to be done. Like it, was it has perfect. to end there. It was perfect. What I mean, what I I already struggled with the question once, and they gave us a perfect answer. Yeah. The only answer. What pulls Kenobi back into the fight? Right. Leia never considered it. No. What pulls him back in? Again, I don't yeah. think like, that we need that. The only think. thing that I can think of is like you're giving us, you're giving us Obi Wan on Tatooine with Qui Gon training. But like, what's the conflict? How do you make that interesting? I, you know, like there's just not, and I don't want you to make one because I like I'm 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 settled. This is good. This is such a perfect. You did it. You danced through the raindrops. Okay, <laughs> like you don't need to. You don't need to try to take on a tidal wave at this point. It's gonna be like uh, uh, an episode Metal Gear Solid. Ross and his codex is ringing. He's like Snake. <laughs> need your help and then it's got to go somewhere else again <clears throat> i feel like Please, this, i no. don't know i, I don't think, i don't think you should do it i think you're good you know if in a year or two they're like hey we're gonna do another season of kenobi i'd be like hell yeah if you told me right now i i, I don't want it because i think this I just is don't so know what cute. it could be yeah it was just such a good right. send-off unless it's like a prequel series it was the 10 years we missed here you know i don't know yeah can you do this again just doesn't make sense i, I don't think so and i think about my just since Disney took over, this is my favorite thing since Force Awakens. That's saying a lot. I, I would say this is my favorite thing that Disney has done. Period. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd 100% huge. agree. Absolutely. Huge. And I love The Force Awakens. I know. I know. So just to say that is, is monumental for, for how we, we view those movies. Um, where do we go from here? Uh, we Which talked all? about the series we, we wanted... I don't. I don't even know. Like, I can't think about anything other than Kenobi parts one through six right now. Right. Same. That's it. That's all I got. If anyone needs a support group, you can uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can rewatch these awesome. uh, th- these yeah. reaction videos. They're up on YouTube as well. They could use your help right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is that is true. Uh, all right. I guess we're we'll wrap up uh, for now. Uh, this series. Hello there. We we've appreciated you joining us, joining us, whether live at twitch.tv slash the geekiverse, watching them back at youtube.com slash the geekiverse, or listening on podcast services, wherever you download podcasts. We do have some exciting stuff coming up. John, if, if fans here want to get more star Wars, obviously they can go back and listen or rewatch. Hello there. What we've done so far, but if they want some buddies to talk through the movies with, we just did a pretty sweet series that concluded a few weeks ago. Yeah, we've done them all. We've uh, so we just wrapped up Star Wars reviewed. We went through every movie. We've included uh, Solo and Rogue One, not just the Skywalker saga, but every Star Wars movie that has hit the big screen. We watched them all in release order. Uh, Tim watched Rise of Skywalker with us for the first time during that, and uh, we recorded a podcast after every episode and we ranked them. So that was fun. Um, is it controversial? Of course not. Just go in and agree with the rankings because they're they're right. Hundred percent, they are. Uh, Tim, we've got something sweet coming up uh, in less than forty-eight hours. You and I are part of a really, really cool event. Uh, it's not really geek-related at all, but you no. and I are—we're uh, playing hockey for a good cause. If people want to throw any last-second donations or want to know more about said event, would you mind introducing that to to the viewers? Yeah, so we're doing an event called the Eleven Day Power Play in Buffalo. Essentially, it's a Guinness World Record. It's eleven days of straight hockey. And essentially, our part of this is we're taking three-hour community shift. Um, Joe was courteous enough to uh, be a team captain and invite me on, and I could not be more excited. 
And, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think it goes to what? It goes to Roswell, Children, or Oshai's Children's Hospital out by us, and then also... Uh, like Camp uh, Good Days. Yeah, Camp Good Days. What other one, right? It was... Uh, oh, but we just did the, chari- the December charity event. Why can I think there, of it? There's a handful. There's a handful. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, anyway, there's, there's, there's bottom line is to, uh, to put cancer on ice. So that, that's yeah, kind of... Cancer that, on ice. That's the goal so, there. And if you're on Facebook, I think you, we, po- we both post stuff on Facebook, Twitter... You know, we have links that you can find to uh, donate. You know, like I said, I, we say every time we do this, a big thing for me when, you know, Joe asked me to be involved and I started, you know, streaming on Twitch and stuff like that as I always wanted to, you know, make a difference. And this is another good way to do it, whether it's playing video games. it's If I can do something that I love and Joe's the same way, if we get to do stuff that we love, why would we not do it for good cause? You know, we're giving back yeah. and making a difference. So, you know, you uh, you will always find me out there's something I can do and I enjoy doing it. I will 100% do it if it involves charity. So think, think about how awesome it is, right? We, we we're friends with Del Reed and the, and the guys over at 26 shirts. That's what they do. They, they constantly raise money for those who need it. We've been able to play video games for hours up, uh, upon hours. And we're about to play hockey for hours upon hours yep. and raise money for really good causes. So you can do what you love and do it for a really, really good reason as well. Uh, check out the 11 daypowerplaycom Search Bank on Buffalo. That's our team co-captain here with our good friend Derek Kramer. From the stream that we did a few weeks back, it was about 200 degrees where we filmed. Uh, it's cooled off a little. It's like 180 now, which is good. Uh, anyway, we raised about $1,000, just shy of $1,000. So thank you for pitching in and making that happen. All of that is going to the 11-day power play, specifically our team, Team Bank on Buffalo. Uh, so for hello there. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's so bitter. Wait, don't end it. Don't end it because this is my last Star Wars stuff. Ah, we got a lot of it though. Is it though? Almost every week I've been watching Star Wars. This is true. It's it's the last Star Wars for maybe some weeks or some months here. All right. Ah, I don't know about that. That seems like a while. We got Mandalorian that Tim I just found out hasn't watched. Let's boot this thing up next week. Honestly, not even kidding. We're we're in the middle of MCU reviewed still. I'm already in my head going, we should start Mando. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) We're doing it. We, all right it's it's sold so check all us right. out too. We'll, we'll talk about it uh we're, we're gonna be talking about the mandalorian and rewatching that for john and tim i'm josiah thanks for tuning in to hello there we'll see you soon yeah 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 we'll see you soon yeah